welcome to your favorite podcast. This is the uh, uh, sh- I already forgot what we're called. Bad start. <laughs> your it. name is the name of the podcast. Are you ready? You call welcome yourself. to your favorite podcast, the Isis of the North. Hey, oh, uh, it sounds too much like you said Isis, so we can't say that. Uh, right. Sounds like you're talking about a terrorist organization. Well, Jesse's here now. Us. A terrorist organization. <laughs> Why is this always what I walk in? Uh, say what you said again. What are, what's the name of our podcast? Archers of the North. I don't know. There Wait. it is. We're we're back. Jesse, you'll have to listen to catch the joke. We nailed it. Welcome in. No, There's absolutely no way to catch that joke. Then so. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't listen to them after we we let's get them out there. So. No, uh, me neither. Uh, Jack and Jesse tonight, uh, Kai is taking a hiatus. Good luck on your test or whatever it is, Kai. Or no, no, no. <laughs> oh, oh, Yeah, it's a research trip is really what it is. Mm-hmm. Right. Good luck on your sabbatical this week. Um, and the I guess we can kick it off with the Minnesota Timberwolves are going to be purchased by Alex Rodriguez and a rich guy. <laughs> Wait. What's his name? Is Alex what's Rodriguez his, not a rich name? guy in that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's not as rich as this guy. I mean, no. Yeah, you got a lot of money when when you're partnered with Alex Rodriguez and you're known as the rich guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean an athlete and not and be the rich guy in a in a. But what is it? A, I agree. But they are actually going fifty fifty on it. I think. Are they? Really? What I've heard. Is I that They're doing a fifty fifty split. Alex but Rodriguez. It seems like he's getting guys. screwed. Then Alex Rodriguez should be getting is getting screwed in that situation because the other guy is so much worth more some more money than him. Alex Ooh, Rodriguez I said, it, I said the words. <laughs> million is what I'm seeing here. So is no, it's, we're going one point five billion. He his net worth is three hundred fifty million according to this ClutchPoints.com article. Well, fifty fifty so, in uh, abilities. <clears throat> so no, three hundred fifty sure, yeah. million to one point five billion. How many? We're just adding one extra place to that right just like times it by yep. how much jesse 10 five seven um <laughs> okay. that wasn't right um, i'm currently in the middle of eating a baked potato pizza and it's so good i'm gonna for about the next what's, three minutes i'm gonna be eating a baked potato pizza what's on a baked potato pizza exactly thank you for asking that's the whole reason i mentioned it twice is um it's from pizza luce also here's a quick shout out my little sister had her senior recital for high school yesterday. Nice. That's where this pizza comes from. She did great. Dude, like, the only reaction you need to know, Annie was there, and we were watching it together. It was on YouTube because of COVID. And, like, after the fourth thing, Annie goes, she does a lot. Because it included tap dance. It included her playing the bass. It included her playing the French horn. It included her dancing. <laughs> it included her singing. It included a couple of different um, musical, like, spoken numbers as well. Because she's just... Yeah. Wait. Well, can you describe a musical spoken number for me, just as a? So as I'm a the pizza. So the pizzas from Pizza <laughs> <laughs> A baked potato pizza. There, there's no. Hey, one bite. Sauce. One bite review. One bite review. Okay. One you bite review. Rules. Here we go. Okay. I'm dipping it. Yeah. So they, it comes with You're sour cream. <laughs> I'm dipping Whoa. in sour cream. <laughs> that makes sense. Baked potato. Mm-hmm. I like that. I just like the one bite review starting mm. with dipping it. <laughs> It's like what, what is over there? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair, now yeah. spritzing it. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, it's like it's very good. It is like it doesn't really taste like a pizza because it's called a baked potato pizza. The only part that's pizza-y is the fact that it's a crust on the bottom. But otherwise, Weird. it's like a buttery, um, kind of a butter garlic sauce, and then it is uh, bacon bits, cheese 
broccoli and mushrooms oh, and it comes delicious. with it comes with sour cream and you dip it in the sour cream and it, like i was like kind of worried i wasn't gonna get it i was like i don't know and i was like my mom's the one who offered to buy she's like if you're doing a watch party i'll buy pizza and i was like you know I'm not wasting my money then if it tastes <laughs> awful. I'm wasting someone else's money. Mm-hmm. And now it's actually very good. It's Pizza Luce. Shout out. Sponsor if they ever pay us money. Mm. And what's your sister's name? Shout out to, to... Hannah Graf. Hannah, Hannah Graf. Graf. It's still on so, YouTube. Hannah. Hannah Graf Senior Recital. You can see well, it. Nice. It's great. Cool. Congrats, Hannah. One of her one of my favorite pizzas. Pizzas? Pieces? <laughs> oh my god. Pizza on the brain. <laughs> oh man. One of my favorite pieces is she does a little spoken word about why boys suck when they run the world and how if you've ever yeah, looked at a boy's a boy's high school bedroom who the heck picked them to be the re- leaders of the world it's a good piece <laughs> it's a good bit it's a good bit so nice. josh will edit that in you'll hear it in a second right now yeah. <laughs> um, so i just i just <laughs> okay good nice impression <laughs> um i would just like to do a quick uh, so before we get into the the meat of this pod which obviously we have not gotten to yet it wasn't talking about that recital. Our, our um, pod is 80% appetizer. Let's just be real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know that move in basketball where uh, the guy is turned around, he's got the ball, like the free throw line, all of a sudden no one's in front of him, so he tosses it off to himself off the backboard. You know that that mm-hmm. that whole yeah. like kind of yeah. pass yeah. it to yourself thing? Sure. Uh, Julius Randle did that like 100 times harder, okay? So you know what he did? Uh, shot a three from the corner, <laughs> right off the corner of the backboard, Caught it himself oh. running baseline. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure it was intentional. It was pretty remarkable. Did he throw it down? Uh, no, then he got blocked. <laughs> but but, <Okay. laughs> but think about the, the ability it took to get off the, cor- the side corner of the backboard right back to yourself off of a three. Uh, and then, I mean, and then he did what we all would have do in that you situation, like, which is just get stuffed on your way to the yeah. rim. But People can do that in like a dunk contest. That's just impressive. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was an actual yeah. shot. It was like shooting That's for yeah. Cool. It was it was pretty cool. So shout out to Julius Randall and that equaling zero points somehow. The NBA's broken. Yeah, the another, say it. <laughs> another appetizer. I feel like here, this will be like a test if you actually watch uh, the Wolves or the Bucks. Is do we want to have a discussion on on Valley Sports for a second? What is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know what's yeah, going yeah, on. Thank you. Thank you. I have absolutely no idea. I was I've been calling it Bali Sports. So I mean maybe yep. yep. Bali Sports North. And I Interesting. Wonder, I was like, calling it Bali sports, but I feel mm. like Bali makes a lot more sense. Well, it's too much like Bollywood. Yeah. It sounds a little. It sounds a little like indie from India, Indian. Um, so I'm not exactly sure. But you, know, you play with a ball. But like, ooh, Bali, yes, like a ball, like I'm a basketball saying. or a baseball. That's what I mean. That can't yeah. be why they named it that, can it? <laughs> like, I mean, we have all the <laughs> we have all the balls. So Bali, yes, Bali. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, their MLB affiliate's batty, so that might be. <laughs> <laughs> that one's not as good. Um, um, okay, all right. Thanks, Ice. But yeah, well, no, because it, it sounds like a creep. But, no, I feel like uh, like it just happened. Yeah, and it, was there an announcement about it. it? Like, all of a sudden, there was a Twitter account that was not Fox Sports that was tweeting out stuff, and it's like, oh, I guess the graphics changed. I don't I know mean, why. Both- Woj didn't tweet about it. Woj didn't tweet about it. So I I don't know what's going on. Because, but still, all the same yeah. announcers are there. How does that happen? Like it's all the same announcers uh, still. Like, I don't why? get it. Yeah, in, I don't understand companies. In my works. in my head, and this isn't true, but this is what I want to be true. Is that like you know people have kind of sorry to be political here. People have come awakened to that like Fox isn't like terrific. So Whoa. like all right, let's just rename it so we're not associated with Fox. Mm. And people like balls. I like so that. We'll be <laughs> so, and there like, we go. 
So there wouldn't have been in that situation like a purchase or anything like that. It's like this isn't a new company. No, it's this just is a them re- hiding. In my, in my head, they're hiding their name from us with a rebrand. Okay. It was like our like rebrand. It, instead of Truth of the Anthem, it's like what we did. We're all the same people. Nothing else changed. We're like, yep. maybe we shouldn't do this whole Anthem thing. Maybe it should just be like a random when assortment you, of other words. So when Jesse's coworker thinks we're like a right-wing political podcast, mm-hmm. then we want we ought to make sure that we need to make it clear that that is not what we are. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just like Fox mm-hmm. Sports Wisconsin being like, hey, we're not Fox. We're Bali. <laughs> Ooh, like, <okay>. Cool. <laughs> Don't know why. Uh, it yeah, is weird, in though. response to the oil spill, BP is doing a name change. Well, that's not exactly what you want. Huh? <laughs> to be clear, but, do you guys- I still watch Look. Fox Sports Go for all the Bucks games, and I don't. It's not oh. like Bali Sports Go or something. It's I, I search Fox Sports, and it still pops up that I can watch it there. So. There's something weird. I'm not exact. Yeah, I think Jesse's on the right path here. I think they're in like Do you guys a like crisis. The new score bug or better or worse? Also, I think it's weird that it's called a score bug. I, that's that's, that's something called? that's a new <laughs> oh, I had absolutely no idea that's what it was called. I think I learned it like a month ago, and then I've heard it like five times since. But do you guys, what do you think about the new score bug? I think it's better, but I, I saw some people making fun of it on Twitter, which is fair because that's what people do on Twitter. Yeah, I think it's fine. I, I like. I think the logo is cleaner. I think the B A L L Y Bali logo looks better on a score bug than yeah. Fox Sports did. Um, but that I also have no <laughs> opinions about these kinds of things. It's uh, it tells me the score and the time or the inning, and that's all that really matters to me. That's fair. Sweet. Jesse, anything right. well, else that was... about that? <laughs> I'm, 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 no, yeah, I'm very deep like, in a baked potato pizza. Go ahead, I had go ahead to, and I, dip I your cut, pizza a couple times and come back. That's. I cut the mic. I cut the mic. I was <laughs> trying to go real quick. He's but... moaning on the other end as he's just <laughs> down in this pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoever thought Thanks about thing. combining <laughs> a baked potato and a pizza? It's <laughs> just me. I'm over here alone in my room in the basement. Um. But wait, so we really really finished. Go ahead. (laughs) Now that we've charcuterie board this podcast, can we go back to the thing about Alex Rodriguez? (laughs) The rich guy and the rich guy, to be clear. I'm watching the Minnesota Timberwolves, the the current Minnesota Timberwolves. We'll see what they become. Um, But we have have been purchased by A Rod and Mark something, Lore or something like that. Mark Lore, yeah. Okay, hold on. I do want to clarify we haven't been purchased by them. They're going They're into going to- a 30-day exclusive negotiating window. To be fair, this is not the yeah, first time it's happened right. while he's selling the team. It's just getting way much more traction because it's Alex oh, Rodriguez. So this has actually already happened, and he's backed out in the past. So Cool. I did not know that. Yeah, so that's something to note is that like they haven't bought them yet. It's looking likely, and it'll probably happen, and I'm sure you can only like, all right, I'm entering exclusive rights. Eh, don't feel like it so many times before people <laughs> stop offering you $1.5 billion. But, but so, like, I think it is going to happen. But it's important to know that, like, it's not in 30 days it will be done if, if that's what happens. You have a 30-day window to finalize it, and no one else can offer him anything in that 30-day window. Like, that's kind of mm. what's happened. Cool. But so, yeah, I like it. So how are the Wolves currently doing, for the record, just because this – They're winning. They're, they're up 109-106 with 3.47 left against the Bulls. I'm getting to see the Bulls with my, my old uh, best friend, Nikola Vucevic, and mm. it, it's not working so far, but obviously they're, they're, he's new to the team. So You guys spent we'll a lot happens. of time together in Orlando. Like that was that was a really yeah really well, nice kinship. Nice. I mean, he had already been traded, but it was nice to, uh, to visit you. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. um, and so 
Uh, yeah, so the, the point of it is that the Wolves are likely going to be sold to this team. Um, Alex Rodriguez, I feel like the biggest thing that people have said so far is like A-Rod played for the Seattle Mariners and like... Yeah, but, but, but the Mariners but, hate but, him. <laughs> Mariners fans they? hate him because he literally left, like just sold out and went to the Yankees. It's not like the yeah, Mariners it's not like, like the savior of Seattle, come back. right? <laughs> yeah. Please come back. Like... You know, like he basically it, did like he did a LeBron to the he did a LeBron to the Heat. Now imagine if he didn't go back and they're like, oh, he's got those ties to Cleveland. And I guess they like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I see like he started there, but I don't know. I yeah. I think it's a loose I think it's a loose association in my mind. So the only the only other thing that I've heard and I want to get your opinion on this. Does it matter that this sale happened and not the sale to Kevin Garnett? Because that was a real thing that was on the table, right? Kevin Garnett was, oh, yeah, was interested. It matters so much. I do hate I hearing people, oh, he'll sell to Alex Rodriguez, but not Kevin Garnett. No, he will sell to one point five billion dollars, not one billion dollars. <laughs> like, like it's not about like it's not that Kevin Garnett came at him with one point five billion dollars. Their offer was not that much. Like, and so like mm. I get Kevin Garnett should be the one buying them. I would love that. It is amazing, but their offer wasn't like the reality is. I'm I think they were hundreds of millions less. So like it, it does not have a lot to do with the individual offering you that hundred million dollars so much as the hundred million dollars being offered. You know? Yeah, that's fair. So, but I am. But mad. there also. It- likely bad blood and and we've heard a little bit of this from kg between kg and glenn taylor and so like that part of it is frustrating as a wolves fan because it's like what we have nothing our franchise has nothing no history no anything we just have kevin garnett he is our franchise's history Mm -hmm. and that's the whole franchise and so if kevin garnett is being rejected by the franchise and i understand that that's probably not what's happening but the, the optics are there then that's really frustrating as a fan, mm-hmm. right? I guess that's where we're coming from. Not a, yeah, as a business, it can make sense, but as fans of the team, it's like, hey, you know, it'd be cool if this guy was actually the owner. Be well, and you wouldn't have yeah. the same questions about the team leaving Minnesota if it was Kevin Garnett. Is that accurate? Oh, no, yeah, no, no, no. no. I, we would be very confident that would be here. Yeah, but like just... A-Rod going to Minnesota, that you know, I don't know. I, yeah, I think selling it to a sports star who is maybe most famous news over the past decade was being part of one of the largest, you know, drug scandals makes me just a little bit concerned about his, say, ethics and morality and truthfulness and deals. <laughs> and, you know, like, but I don't know. We'll figure. I mean, here's the thing that Ice and I, I said, I said it and I want to reiterate it. There's our, there's 30 teams in the NBA, right? Where do you think it? I have it up in front of me. Where do you think Minnesota is in market size? The blankest market, the blank biggest market, in. Well, no, no, it's a, th- and it's not first or third because yep. it ends in th. <laughs> uh, well done. I'll go with twelfth. 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 Twenty-sixth. Twenty-sixth. It's fifteenth. <clears throat> oh. So it's like, nice. but here's the thing: we're a bigger market than Miami. We're a bigger market than Denver. We're a bigger market than St. Louis. We're a bigger market than Pittsburgh. We're a bigger market than Portland. So it's like, I don't know. I'm not saying we're, St. Louis. I'm not saying we're big market, but I'm also I don't think we fall under the category of small market. We're just average market. So like, yeah. I don't I don't think we fall under the category. Like the only team that makes sense is Seattle. Did Seattle? The C- Seattle? Did Seattle fall into the small market because they got? They no, you're right, and, and that's what I'm saying is, like, they lost it, but I don't think they lost it because they're small market. Like, I've heard – so, Minneapolis has 1,697,000 1, TV sets, okay? 
People are like, oh, Whoa. you should get get ready for that. I've heard them. I've heard people say move them to Pittsburgh. That's got literally a million TV sets. I've heard say people move them to what Kansas City. That's eight hundred and ninety thousand. I've heard get another move Canadian them to team. Let's go Vancouver. Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. That's seven hundred and forty three thousand. Like I don't even know where Vancouver is on here. God. I'm just. I'm sick oh, of Oh, you're not talking about a map. You're talking about the TV sets. Okay. <laughs> you yeah. know where they are on a map. I don't know where Vancouver is on a map either, though. Uh-huh. I have absolutely um, no idea. It's north. I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the – and you, you kind of – you, you uh, touched on it, but the fact that there are 30 NBA teams, it's going to happen. The NBA has had, like, this huge ballooning of, of value for, you know, like Glenn Taylor about the Wolves that, like – I think it was for 40 million. It was in 44. the, it was in the tens of millions, $44 million. And I was selling them for $1.5 <laughs> billion. Like, so the fact that the M and there's inflation involved, but that's insane. Take that right? cryptocurrency. And so the NBA, yeah, how about that? Bitcoin. Right. The NBA, the point is the NBA is gaining in value every year by an absurd amount, except this year because of COVID. And so, um, adding two teams makes a lot of sense. 32 makes uh, way more sense than 30. Um, when there are 16 teams in the play, you can't have 15 teams in the playoffs, you know? And so I uh, just like the, the NFL is not going to be a 17 game season for a long time. They're going to go to 18 pretty quickly. I would assume um, it's going to be the same for this. Like they're going to go to more teams sooner rather than later. And our, Minnesota will be in that. That'll be one of those teams. It'll, I just don't know. Yeah. It would be really if, weird if they, you know, in three years, a rod moves, say, the Wolves to Seattle, and then like two years later, they add an expansion team in Minneapolis. You know, like it feels right. like just keep right. the one it here. I mean, it, honestly, that seems that seems like the most likely scenario. <laughs> but it's like I don't just keep. I don't want to buy all new jerseys. I got my stuff. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like. But yeah, here, here's what I think is going to happen. Ice. I mean, I want to put this on air. I think that's yeah. what, what's going to happen is that a Rod. And his rich friend, because A-Rod is poor, are going to buy the team. And then in like four years, so they'll buy it in three years. And then in four years, they're going to be like, hey, like the Target Center, it's not great. I mean, they did a massive renovation, but it's not even, it's not great. So I think that what's going to happen is going to be like, well, if you guys want to raise some public funds to build a brand new arena (laughs) for us, we could stay. Or, you know, we might go to Seattle. I think they're going to do, I think they're going to at least explore that and just see if they can. You know, yeah, that's probably true. Be like, all right, Governor Walls or whoever, I guess whoever's governor at that point. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you guys could like help us with some uh, taxpayer funded stadium, we would definitely be more inclined to stay here. I, I actually mark me down as that's more likely than them leaving. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Like, that makes sense. We'll Who has lost franchise? So like the, the Oakland lost their franchise. St. Louis Rams lost their franchise um, recently. San Diego, Baltimore, Baltimore but... Colts went in the dead of night to Indianapolis. If you guys remember that story, <laughs> I don't. I was I not alive. I, I, no. I don't. I don't think so, I was. Around. I don't think it was really like announced heavily that they were moving or whatever. Because literally, what they did is they took the team and all the stuff they could and put it into buses at like 11 p.m. at night and just drove to Indianapolis <laughs> and then unloaded the next morning. This seems like a thing we should we are... fact check. Let's not look this up and find out more details. Let's just assume I'm it's this. Gonna... This seems like the right, the right thing to do. <laughs> it's more fun. 
And actually, like there wasn't That's there sweet. wasn't a stadium in Indianapolis. They just had to play at random high schools and unload their stuff there. I think is how it went. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And they didn't have any fans because no one knew there were games. That they ended up going 16 to 0 that year because every team forfeited because they couldn't find them based on the the territory change. I think. That's the greatest team of all time. Yeah. <laughs> no one talks about it with, the, with the Dolphins, but they're right up there. <laughs> uh, I was saying. So either way. I, we can move on from this topic. I bet, I bet what you said is true, Jesse, but it's probably not. <laughs> um, <laughs> we can move on from this topic. Uh, I think when I just look at the other teams that have lost their franchises, even in other sports, um, it's not uh, encouraging, I guess. Like uh, any team that I can think of, St. Louis Rams, um, the obviously the Seattle Supersonics, there are not teams there currently. Um, and so that's, concerning i so, guess so i hope yeah. we don't lose the, the wolves. bucks i mean the bucks were basically there the bucks were very close to to leaving milwaukee until Giannis happened basically and brought all of the all the financial benefit of <sighs> yeah. having a, a like top that's awesome player in the league uh so i mean when that sale happened in milwaukee there was some real concern that we were going to lose the bucks but uh right. yeah that was when Giannis was coming into his own and now it seems so secure it's kind of crazy to think about it that way but anyway um yeah we can move on let's talk let's keep it on the NBA though um because there are only like 20 games left until the playoffs which is kind of insane uh I, for me at least I, where, what are your thoughts right now where like the NBA right. season is how are you feeling about the season as a whole the shortened season we've just come off of all-star break uh, I guess not just but we're off of all-star break you know we're getting to like the home stretch of playoffs how does it feel for you guys right now what do you for us as fans or for us as humans? Because other fans, I just end it. Uh, us as humans, <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. I don't know what, if you're addressing me as a Wolves fan. I'm pass. If you're addressing me as an NBA fan, it's kind of cool. It feels very fast, obviously. Like yeah, that's I mean, my that's, that's my biggest thing right now is that well, and I feel like I have no better clear understanding of any team right now than I did like at the beginning of the year. I don't know if that's the way it's just me, but I feel like I have a very, I have very little yeah, like understanding fake, of yeah. all of the NBA teams still. And I felt like I should understand yeah. more at this point. Yeah. Like a team like the Clippers or, you know, uh, uh, like really confusing teams still. Like I, it still feels like the Raptors are going to go on a run and finish above 500 and that, that kind of thing. And that's not, what you know there's no time for that now i agree with that take there's some really confusing things going on i don't know for me as a, a grizzlies fan i'm excited for hopefully making the playoffs um but my other two teams are tanking right now and so i agree with jesse on that like kind of just when you're tanking it's it's tough right like i'm watching the wolves they're in a really close one point game 11 seconds left we have the ball and i and we're winning and I just kind of—I mean, it's probably better for us if we lose, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, to be honest, that's I have it on too. And until I said that, I hadn't looked in 15 minutes. Wow, it's close! <laughs> and it's 10.8 seconds left. So that's that's neat. And uh, I think that shows how how attentive I am this year to it. I've watched more Masters today than I did the Wolves. So there it is. <laughs> um, also, just for the record, just really quick to circle back on this. Um, on March 28th, 1984, Bob Ursay, owner of the once mighty Baltimore Colts, moves the team to Indianapolis. Father of any, Jim Ursay, maybe? Without I'm guessing. Any, yeah, he is. Yep. Oh. Without any sort of public announcement, Ursay hired movers to pack the team's offices in Maryland in the middle of the night while the city of Baltimore slept. Wow. So, All right. There you go. They just were like, I woke up the next morning. How is morning. there not like a 30 for 30 on this? Is there a 30 I, for I 30 like on there, this? I think there, there probably is. Be. It's called the Mayflower move. You can look it up. Ooh. It's known mm. as one of those. And you're the voiceover for it. You're the you're the person narrating it. 
Oh my god, where'd the cults go? <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. Probably why I haven't seen the 30 for 30 yet. <laughs> that was a they said they're still working through some voiceovers. I don't know <laughs> yeah, they didn't means. advertise it really, really large. Yeah, it um, didn't spend a big budget on it. But uh <laughs> but yeah, I'm how are you feeling about the season? Yeah. Let's just change the subject now. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's my bit. Um, so, like, yeah, I'll talk about it. it well, I'll, I'll talk in, the, in my fandoms first. So, uh, Knicks, I, I'm really torn on the Knicks still. I, you, Ice nailed it <laughs> with me being tormented by the Knicks. I, I, I genuinely I was like, oh, this is fun. Like, Knicks are cool. And now I'm just tormented by them again. Like, just as I was with – it's better than the Kings, but not by that much. Because the Knicks at least play hard, and you can tell they care. The Kings, it was just like, you know, they really didn't seem like they cared at all. Um, but uh, yeah. they're still stuck in the same place with, like, three above-average players and a bunch of role players who try really hard and no plan for the future and an eight seed. Um, but uh, the city of New York's excited. So as a Knicks fan, I'm, I'm very torn. As a Bucks fan, it's a weird time. I mean, Giannis has been out now for, like, right. a week, uh, like four games. Um, without a timetable to return, uh, with left knee soreness, um, which was a huge thing when Jason Kidd was the coach um, because he would consistently be hurt. He would consistently take like two games a month off with left knee soreness, and then it hasn't been an issue for the past mm -hmm. two years with Budenholzer. He's, um, he'd been rehabbing it in the right way or who knows. And then he tweaked it this year, and it's come back as an issue. Um, so all Bucks fans are kind of on thin ice right now because, one, Giannis is out. He's obviously our best player by a mile. Um, and we don't know when or if he's going to come back healthy. He keeps trying to come back and then playing hurt and looking bad, and that's not a fun sight to see. And we right. traded for P.J. Yeah. Tucker as like this, hey, this is a great flexible wing who can play defense and maybe hit some shots, and he has played like six minutes as a buck and like hurt his left calf right. and has been out for two weeks. So None of me has um, not looked great. at P.J. Tucker and ever been like, that's a flexible man. Right there. Well, fle yeah, <laughs> flexible on defense yep. in that. Yes, you understand. <laughs> yep. yep. There's a lot of plyo Exactly. There it is. Um, so in some ways, I feel like the outlook on the Bucks has not changed. I feel like the end result could very well be the Bucks are a very good team and push the Sixers slash Nets in an Eastern Conference final series and look, you know, and really represent. Or Giannis is hurt, much like he was against the Heat last year when he tweaked his ankle. Um, and PJ Tucker doesn't come back and we are a first round win maybe and second round blown out loss. Uh, that could well, very well be the end of this year too. I mean, right now your path is likely heat round one, Sixers round two, Nets round three. I can't oh think of, that's literally <laughs> what it would be if it ended today. So I can't think of like a worse setup yeah. there, right? Yes. Like. So I guess order of importance for me right now, I really haven't paid attention to the standings uh, just because it's like, okay, yeah, let's sure. get – because Giannis going to come back healthy because if that doesn't happen, then I really don't care who we play. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it really doesn't yeah. matter at all if he comes back and he's still hobbly. But you're right. That that lineup of matchups would be our nightmare. It's <laughs> uh, But, um, you know, that's what we do. Maybe the Heat lose to in the play-in. What are they? I guess they're six right now, huh? Yep. Um, so maybe the Heat lose to somebody who gets hot in the play-in or uh, ugh, no, that doesn't really happen. Yeah, that's it's not, not how it works. <laughs> nope. There are seven, eight, nine, and ten. Uh, so. hmm, let's see. Um, how, <laughs> what what's the way we can make this better for us? <laughs> 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 Man, I think the Heat probably end up. Uh, maybe, maybe they can. I think it's all kind of bunched up there. I think the Heat yeah. might. Oh yeah, no, no, it's my hope. 
yeah. um, because I think they're better than the Hornets, and the Hornets are right above them, right? Shout out to Kai. Ooh, Kai, yeah. He'd jump in here. I'll, I'll do my Kai impression for a second. No, they're not better. Mm, good. Oh, that was, <laughs> Thank you, Kai. Was that, was that Kai? No, okay. That is, was Kai, is Kai in the studio right now? It's Kai. Get out of the studio. Stop. Don't worry. It's Um. One one factor too, and I get that. Like this is not really present, like number one in yep. your minds. But I do think that when the Giannis MVP talk three Pete was was heating up a little bit, and he was having those crazy games all in a row, Bucks fans were super excited. Yep. And they even even with all the takes of like it's not about regular season awards, all of a sudden it was like the national media is bringing it up, yep. and, and it's feeling exciting. And so it does that. That adds that's a little sad. Bit to it yeah. Too, right. The fact that well, like, it was it was a yeah, fun chip happen. to have on our shoulder to be like, oh yeah, you don't think he's the best, but look at these numbers. Like you're not going to vote for him because you all hate him, but look at how good he is. That was kind of the the Bucks fan kind of uh, chip on our shoulder thing. Right. Um, and we can't really right. use that because he <laughs> now hasn't played in a long time. But that's I mean, <laughs> but just as a quick branch off, MVP's weird, right? Like, what do we do for the MVP? Honestly, Dude, uh, I heard yeah, I heard it's someone be interesting. argue Chris Paul the other day, and that's how you know. <laughs> <laughs> the good guys are injured. Sorry, but we're in a weird place. <laughs> we're in an odd place. Like he's a good. He, what he's done with the Suns is very fun, but he wasn't on anyone's top five list or even close to the beginning of the year. Nah, it'll be it'll be yeah. Jokic, right? I think, and it's almost like by process of yeah. elimination. Oh, yeah. Like everyone's oh, done. Wow. So it's wow. Jokic. It's a little. It, a little I mean, too Embiid the on the number one seed. Yep. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Embiid on the number one seed is is hurt. Giannis is is hurt. LeBron is hurt. They're not going to be the number one seed. Um, who is? Oh yeah, Dude. the the Nets don't really have one guy to Durant pick. It's, it's, and, it's, there's no obvious Like choice. if you look at like the been out for at least a week team, which I realize is like pretty okay, maybe two weeks, yeah. but it's like yeah, two like weeks. the longer length injury team includes Giannis, LeBron, AD. Uh, Durant, Harden, Simmons, <laughs> Embiid. Uh, I think I'm maybe, but it's like literally like I think like two like two thirds of the top ten has been out for at least two weeks this year. It's probably COVID right. related then, right? Like not having as yeah. much, you know, having much prep time and also like you know. Just well, they're condensing off the, the games a little bit. Yeah, the games are a little more condensed. The schedule's a little more condensed. Like that yep. could have something to do with the two, especially back half of the year. Like there are much more back-to-backs after All Star break before the playoffs. Yeah, right. but it is kind of funny anyway. just to really say one thing I was thinking about earlier, Josh, when you're like, "Yeah, like that was an issue with Jason Kidd," and then mm-hmm. wasn't an issue with Bood, because like, isn't that what like at least you know? <laughs> Bood. Bood uh, that's, that's what we chant in the stands when he comes out. Ah, <laughs> uh, they're booting him. Um, isn't that, uh, but like, isn't that one of Kai's like big complaints is not playing, I guess it's just playoffs, but it's not playing Giannis enough minutes. Right. Yeah. I think, I think generally we, we appreciated that so much his first year until mm -hmm. we realized the negative effects it had come playoffs because he didn't have the wind. So the second year we're like, okay, he'll make an adjustment. And then he didn't. (laughs) That's, that's why we're upset. (laughs) And the first year it's like, okay, Giannis needs to play more minutes, but also he never really got the time to get his wind up because he never did that in the regular season. So now it's like second year, we'll figure it out. And that's, I mean, that's been the whole boot experience. Um, has been has been okay. We saw the issue. Now let's fix it, and then it never gets fixed. <laughs> and now we're on year three, and it's still the same yeah. thing. We're like, okay, well, um, this is still an issue that I don't like. So, but you're right. The the limited minutes probably saved Giannis the last couple years in terms of that left knee soreness during the regular season. That's that's probably factual. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah. 
I get when it comes to playoffs, it's just different, right? Just play right. them more, right? Play them for a couple months harder, but yeah, like. <laughs> All right, uh, break time. Come back for uh, segment two hundred two. Yep. Yeah. Segment the two. Show. Boom! 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 Um, question: How long? How long is? How long has this been going on for? Thirty-nine seconds. Oh, great, great. Uh, I do not have an ad. I do not have an ad. I just merely want to say I have an ad and then wait forty-five seconds to see what you guys would do with that space. So I think we're good here. Let's move on to the next segment. All right, we'll be back after this break. Oh, so the Wolves just won, which is now we're at. Woo! Yeah, let's go Wolves. We are two wins uh, below. Let's see here. It's it's 14, 14, 16, 17. So if we win ourselves, if we get up to 17 wins, then we might not get our. Uh, we might have less than 40 percent chance at that top pick. So I'm I'm genuinely know. a Wolves fan at this point. Uh, let's so go, Cat. Get D'Lo back healthy. Um, he let's is, run ramp at the back half of the season. He is back, and we're winning. So that sucks. D'Lo healthy, though. Not just back. I don't want him just back, Jesse. I want him healthy. Mm-hmm. He's, he's been okay. looking a little hurt. You know, he's still looking a little mm-hmm. a little bit under the mm-hmm. weather, uh, under the injury bug. So let's let's get him back. Let's get him healthy. Uh, let's win sure. the Wolves. Bad, man. If we, if we had, like, and I, we're bad, but, like, we should be Pelicans bad, not uh, Pistons bad. Just saying. Dude, anyway. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Two games into the year, we were looking really good. I've said it before. I'm coming back on here think- saying it. I think you can really go on like a what, like fourteen and six run to end the year. I think there's a real shot at that. You've got a good team. You got some good players. You got some talent. Let's twenty eight and forty six. That was my dream pick for this year. It's just <laughs> right there, right in that. Cannot get a good pick, but not going to make playoff sweet spot. Oh, mm, baby. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, 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 I. At this point, I hope I hear you know Twitter. Oh, cats. Wrist injury flared up again last yeah. night. You didn't see it, but it's bad. He's out for 20 games, and uh, when he hurt his wrist, he hurt it punching Delo's face, so he's out. Games <laughs> well. That's not the, that's not the news story you want to hear. To be clear, if Cat has punched Delo in the face, Anthony <laughs> Edwards jumped in to stop the fight and also got punched in the face too. <laughs> I did transition. I was transitioning so well. I said Anthony Edwards oh. has mono. Speaking of, oh. hey, the mono, the mono all stars. That uh, that graphic has been making its rounds since Sam Darnold got traded. That's what we that's what we're referencing here. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that. I, the the Panthers actually used that graphic. That's so um, funny in, in their it's trade announcement. Like, what should I look up? Um, I you could just look up Darnold to Panthers tweet. Uh, but it's the Panthers did it, and they they showed the graphic of Sam pointing and doing the the head nod thing. That is, that, I can't believe they actually used that in a real live game where they're like mm-hmm. out has mono, and he's like pointing at the camera and nodding. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. So anyway, mm-hmm. 
Um, so anyway, the, the Panthers used that graphic of him pointing at the camera nodding and said, no longer with the Jets. And then it changed, well, changed to his Panthers uniform, basically. And it said, like it said, out indefinitely from New, New York. York. Yeah, added, out of like, New York indefinitely. Out of New York indefinitely. Yep, yep. <laughs> just, whoa, yeah. Because so, before uh, it said out indefinitely, mono. And he's just like pointing and shaking his head. Like, like yeah. badass, but, but actually <laughs> yeah. he has mono. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like in his bed, like can't move. <laughs> like, yeah. So wait, what are we doing today? We're doing the, uh, if you get out for COVID photo shoots. All right. So we're going to flex the camera. Ooh. Um, all right, Look I really will strong. I will represent Kai's side of the argument. Because I was, oh, this so I was. Good. A Darnold truther a while ago, so I'm just going to – this is me from a year ago. We'll argue this should now. be me. I, can I join in too oh, because I, okay, I'm, a mono, I'm a Darnold truther. I'm a Classic mono truther now. So, okay, so just to be clear because this is going to be far less of an argument than we think it's actually going to be. I think we're real, much closer than we're going to argue. I just want to get this out of the way. Um, it, it, as Kai's representative uh, speaking the chat to the, the pod here, um, Jesse and I were talking about the trade, and we were both pretty negative on the Panthers' side of it, to be fair. Kai came in and said, uh, I think it's a pretty good change trade for, for a franchise QB. Uh, so just to, just to say it out loud, <laughs> Kai said that Sam Darnold was a franchise QB. So that, I'm not going to bring it up anymore. That's the one time I'm going to say it. Uh, I think that's I, ludicrous. I want to be very clear. <laughs> I cannot comment on that because if you search at all in the chat, you will see a lot of positive Sam Darnold comments from me. So I gotta, I gotta take a back seat here. I get it. I get it. Dude. So I'll, I'll just no. give the jets perspective real quick. Um, for the jets perspective, I think this was a great trade. Um, I think that Sam Darnold's trade value is pretty low across the league and reports have shown that basically only the Panthers were interested at this point. Uh, so to get in what is that in essence, a second round pick and then a couple dart throws, um, for a quarterback who you knew wasn't going to be on your roster or, or a future of your team, um, I think is as, as, as much as you could get. Um, I heard other Good Jets take. fans assuming it was going to be a day too late pick, like a round three or four pick at most. So to get a round two pick plus a round four pick, which is what uh, kind of seemed like, and then a round six, which is useless, but at least a pick. Um, so anyway, I think – at, for the Jets, I think that's as much as I could have hoped for uh, to get back for the Sam Darnold trade, assuming that bridge was already burnt in New York because um, I think it was. So if I am the Panthers, um, I finding a quarterback is really hard. And what they've done here is they're just taking a risk. And is the risk like a really like high chance of succeeding risk? No, but is, is the – like the the if it flops, then it's not that bad, right? A second round pick, you know, and you'll know pretty quickly too if it was worth it. And a second round pick is not that expensive. Uh, and so, I might have, I'm so sorry. I might have breaking news. I actually legitimately need to call a quick source, and I will be oh, back. Sweet. I will be back. <laughs> Interesting. Jesse's calling. Can't wait Sam to find that. I don't know what this is going to be. <laughs> um, I'm going to keep going with what I'm saying, yes, which is good. mostly just like that. I, I agree that he probably wasn't worth like a second round pick to any of the other franchises. Um, but I also think that it, it's a decent risk. I, I, I wouldn't yes. be sad about it if I were Panthers. Well, and, and I think that's the part that we can agree on is that the Panthers were out of the quarterback zone of the draft, right? They're, they're like four, the top four picks, uh, or the top five quarterbacks that have first round grades. Um, yep. are probably going to be gone by the time the Panthers pick. I think, what, they're eight? or yeah. uh, So they would have to trade up and give up crazy assets to get to that top four. 
much more than a second, fourth, and sixth round pick mm-hmm. to get up to that top four. Um, and those other teams are kind of locked in. So for them, it's like, you know, maybe Sam Darnold would grade out as one of the top five quarterbacks in this draft if you were coming out right now. Maybe there's a chance. I, I mean, I don't think so as a Jets person, but that's because right. you know we have right, we have right, fire right. we have fire in our hearts. But um, I think there's a real chance that he could have graded out as a good quarterback in this draft. So sure, you're trading up to get what would in essence be a dart throw like the draft is at the top five quarterback uh, picks anyway. So you're giving it a shot, and that's good good on them. But yeah. the downside is. They picked up his fifth-year option, so you have one year of him on cheap this year. Next year, he's $18 million against the cap, um, which is like actual start of quarterback money. Uh, so you're not really getting the whole benefit of like, a, hey, it's a young guy we're just taking a chance on. He's actually getting quarterback money, uh, not this year, but the next year. Right. I really do think both teams probably made out pretty decently, but I, yeah. I understand why you'd say that maybe the, the Panthers didn't. I, just, I, I do think it's underrated, like the fact that, they're going to know pretty quickly if they're his guy. Like, like they could get, take a guy next year. Whereas, like, the Eagles yes. have Jalen Hurts, who had spurts of looking amazing and spurts of looking not. Um, and they have no idea what they have, and they have to wait, and they have to invest, and they have to do all these things. I yep. mean, Sam Darnold, you'll know pretty quickly. So, Like Daniel I, Jones. I, the New York Giants right now are in that place with Daniel Jones. Yeah. Where they've, now they're committing to building the best team they can around, can around him because it's like, well, I guess we got to know if we have something. He's in year three this year. Um, and they just have yeah. no clue. Still a big old question mark. So there are a lot of yeah. teams in the same position, and they didn't have to give up a ton to get him. But I do think they were bidding, bidding against themselves, which always makes me laugh when it's like and the report yeah. comes out yeah. afterward. And it's like, and the only interested team were the Panthers, and the Jets just kept pushing the price higher. It's like, oh, <laughs> poor guys. Like, shoot. <laughs> That's All right. Yeah. All right. I have, I have breaking news. Ice, maybe bum, you already bum, know bum. that. I actually don't. I don't know what you're going to say. It's a Glenn Taylor quote about the sale. Which is? Quote, they will keep the team here. Yes, hold. We will put that in the agreement. At this point, we have a letter of intent. But when we make up a contract, (laughs) we'll put it in there. So, like, like, part of the sale is a legal agreement to stay here. You don't believe it? Nah. (laughs) It's illegal. It's part of the sale is going to be a legal binding contract to keep the team in Minnesota. I love I it. Saw, I, I just dismiss I, it again. Just say right, no. Okay. I thought it was great. No, I saw in uh, I saw this quote yesterday, and when he said it, uh, the like the top comment on Reddit was that the Sonics guy also said essentially the exact same thing. So. But you'll you'll believe it when it's in the contract. <laughs> Will we ever know what's actually in the contract? Probably not, huh? Uh, I think we could. I don't know how that works. It's a good question. All right, fine. Not breaking news, but to me, Glenn Taylor saying we will put it in the contract that legally they cannot move the team is a big deal. So if Ice wants to be a negative Nancy like he's been the whole time, like he was when Anthony Edwards was drafted and who proved out to be right about that, we will have that fight. No one yet. <laughs> but I was see. right. He's I like, I like him right now, yeah. but we'll see. Um, right. Anyway, well, then, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, I'm a negative I, I think, I think person. to me – that at the very least, like, okay, maybe they move, maybe they won't. But but knowing that Glenn Taylor is putting in language in the contract to legally keep them here. Yeah. Can it be fought and can it be done? And, and will do we know the contract yet? We don't. But I actually do trust Taylor. He has gone back on people who don't want – the other big thing for him is the links. He's gone back on people who want to buy the team but don't want to really support the links or don't have a – voice for the links and he's nice. 84 yeah. at this point like i don't think money was the end all be all like again then then that goes back on what i said about kevin garnett like they would have sold but again what like i said kevin garnett and 
Glenn Taylor have issues, I think. So that's another thing. But um, but I do I I I think to me that's a big deal because to me that shows that it is exactly what he has said and that he is going to do everything legally possible to force it in the contract. So whether or not ice cares, I hope that's true. I care. Yeah, I care. I hope you're right. We'll see. Cool. I, I just don't know if it, if that means a whole lot. So all right. <laughs> anyway, um, Jesse, to... why 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 are the Panthers right? Why are the Panthers the the team of destiny? Talk about Sam Darnold with the Jets and how how they didn't set him up for success. We haven't gone there yet. Uh, I think like the the case in point right has to be Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? Like like that's just where you Ryan have Tannehill. to go. Yep. yep, Ryan Tannehill. Yep. Who said Fitzpatrick? Jesus. So Ryan Tannehill. Was I, think the case. Said, I think Josh <laughs> said it. I think Sorry, that was my other... Kai. Get out of the studio. Get out of the studio and stop <laughs> saying Ryan Fitzpatrick. Sorry. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is a great example of what happens when you literally leave this same coach, not just a bad coaching situation, this bad coach, you know? And so like, yeah. Yeah. And so I think it's happened before as well. I think that like a coach and quarterback are one of the most important dynamics on a team. And I I don't think there's anybody left anywhere. Who's like, yeah, but maybe Adam Gase is still good. You know, maybe, maybe maybe it's not, (laughs) there's, there's not that. Right. So that's thing one thing two is like, we said of like the draft is tricky, right? Like, I mean, this will can also segue into my boys, the number three pick this year just went for three firsts and a third while the Panthers (laughs) got the number three pick from three years ago. Yes. He's looked bad and he's been here for three years. But the exact same pick from three years ago for a second, fourth, and sixth. So like similar production, yeah. So like yeah, for real, seriously, at least recently, yeah. No, I agree with that. So I mean, it's just kind of crazy. The whatever quarterback in the hand is worth three firsts in the bush or something like that. But like, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. So yeah, like, I know. that's an actual <laughs> phrase. I said no one else will understand this. It, maybe if Christian listens. Christian, this is for you because. At our game nights, I have continuously said one in the hand is two in the foot because I've misquoted the um, the actual uh, reference. So that made me laugh because you used the reference and you used it correctly. So good on you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sweet. Um, so, so yeah, I, I agree that it is. I, I think where I actually stand to not be Kaiser representative anymore is I stand <laughs> that that I I think it makes sense for the Panthers to risk it. I just do mm-hmm. not think it'll work out. Like I, like, I think if you're asking me, I just think, like, it's like one of those things where it's like, this is how my brother bets when he gambles. He bets in, like, plus 900 odds. They're fun, but you're probably just going to lose your money, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, if you keep betting plus 900, you're just, you're going to lose a lot of money before you hit. And so, like, I understand the idea of wanting to bet plus 900s, of wanting to do a 19 parlay and get a big reward. And this kind of feels like that for, like, low cost. But also, like, the reason, there's a reason it was low cost. There's a very good, clear reason that it was low cost. So, so in my personal opinion is I, I, I guess I fall in the middle, which is I get why the Panthers did it. I don't think it's a bad move for them, but I, I would lean towards it's going to age poorly and just not work out, you know? Yeah. Like. Last thing I'll say about it before we can move on to talk about your boys, if you want to, or, uh, or we can Oof. talk about March Madness a little bit, but um, the, I was listening to locked on jets, shout out uh, to the host who I'm currently DMing. No, I, I actually haven't yet, but uh, <laughs> he, he, he made this, uh, he made this point, which was, which I thought was pretty, uh, pretty funny. He's like, depending on what Sam, how Sam Darnold does on the Panthers, 
will determine if Adam Gase is the worst coach of our lifetimes or the worst coach of all time. <laughs> like, like how yeah. bad a coach is Adam Gase? That's a good take. If Sam Donald shows yeah. up and is like, wow, he's really good. It's like Adam Gase might be the worst coach in NFL history. <laughs> like, like every team, every player like, that leaves him is just incredible <laughs> somehow. Uh, he made them substantially worse. So anyway – um, it'll and that's that's part of the reason of the the excitement around the Jets right now as well is that we know we know at this point Adam Gase is an active hindrance to any team that he's a coach of, so getting him out of there is going to make a team better. Now, if Sam Darnold's really good, then yeah, Adam Gase may have been the worst coach of all time, but like because that's that's insanity. The number of players that have left and been good after Adam Gase. So anyway, thought I'd share. a while back too, like he made his money on Peyton Manning yep. his. Broncos season. He was known as I'm pretty sure yep. you can find yep. it out there. Yep. He was known as the quarterback, quarterback whisperer. <laughs> yeah, because so. the, the issue the issue was he he the only way he could talk to quarterbacks is softly because everyone would realize he just sounds like an idiot if they heard what he was saying. <laughs> Boom, roasted. Yeah, because he went straight from Ryan Tannehill mm-hmm. to uh, to Sam Darnold and uh, talk about underperforming quarterbacks of the last like eight years like that was that was it it's a ryan Tannehill. his his nickname on the harris football podcast shout out chris harris was dog sausage because of how he played at the beginning time of the nfl (laughs) um and uh, i don't think you can say that (laughs) no dogs eat sausage i don't know whatever ice Uh, i know that is obviously awful ice i know that you've been a very constant chronic proponent against the saying you won't play for a team to move down thing but like in a hypothetical where the jets still had gase like you totally see why uh, Trevor Lawrence oh, yeah. would do that, right? If they're like, yeah, yeah, but we're gonna give him one more year. If like, if you're a young yeah. QB, you gotta be like, please do not bring Gase anywhere near me. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that's dumb because then, oh, I like, I like well, the next franchise that you go to is just yeah. gonna be a lot. That's gonna be the good. But franchise. I think we can have an, <laughs> but no, an exception right. to the rule can be the team that has Adam Gase. Yes, the to young be quarter, the promoter. quarterback drafting. Yes, the yeah, team that's drafting fair. quarterback number mm-hmm. one, that's Adam Gase as your head coach. Like, you just skip it. It's, it's not <laughs> worth your time. Speaking of quarterback drafting, this is going to be Ooh. so fun. Like, yep. like, like I said, there's never been five picks in the top twelve, and which is which is the, why I say that is because the Niners moved up from twelve to three under the belief that there are five franchise level QB guys and that they won't be there at 12. So, I mean, they're making very significant moves under the assumption this would be the first year ever of five QBs drafted in the first 12. The closest, I think there was four in the first 10, one year. So like this would be, you know, we already are QB driven league, but this would be record setting in that sense. And it'll be just crazy. Like I think when we get closer and actually do our pod, like our draft pod, it'll be fun to have us like kind of predict the careers, you know, and go over the different guys and et cetera. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, but, give uh, you, I'll give you a win loss record for each year. You each draft a quarterback and I'll tell you the next mm, year, how many wins and losses they get. Uh, and then I, if the year they're injured, the then you get zero. <laughs> oh, great. Great. Love this. Kai's just going to get Trevor Lawrence in the first round and just let it go. Kai's going to get, yeah. But so there have been reports. So the Niners have moved to three and there have now been reports that the Niners are considering Mac Jones at three. And I can't think of a worse thing. (laughs) I can't think of something that frustrates me more because especially (laughs) because what I've heard now is that the Jets are going, uh, the Jets are still at two, right? Or am I dumb? Yep. No, nope, the Jets are yeah. still at two. And and uh, I know you're not a – well, actually, no. You are a Jets boy still, right? You, yep, I'm still your... a Jets boy. Yeah, yeah. You talked so to me about I the Jets quarterback Lance. dilemma. No. Right? Are you're... you – No. 
zero percent chance Trey Lance. Oh, it's it's Wilson. almost sorry, sorry. Yes, it's almost Zach guaranteed Wilson. it's Zach Wilson unless they, yep. they they went to both yep. Zach Wilson and Justin Fields pro days, so it could be yep. that they want Justin Fields, but it's very likely Zach Wilson. At this but like, all right, so that's what I'm saying. If we're all if we're already like that's what seems to be the prevailing thought is that they're going with Zach Wilson. If the Niners try to swerve out of Justin Fields at three, that's just so dumb. Like, so, like, if he's at three, I mean, a member of this podcast was a game away from having the argument that he could be going number one over Trevor Lawrence. So, I mean, yes. at three, that seems made that? a very calculated Josh. risk. The, to be clear, yep. I was never going to win that bet because he was never yep. going to throw for 500 yards and six touchdowns against Alabama. So, so just to be clear. <laughs> got me. Um, but, <laughs> but, yeah, I just think, like, if they get Justin Fields, terrific move. If they get Mac Jones, I just don't know. <laughs> it feels like so here's Mac my Jones question is the same as it. Jimmy Garoppolo, just to be clear. I oh, feel like they're the God. same quarterback in a lot of ways, just that they can be great. Like, I mean, Mac Jones is like the Jared Goff, too. Like, feeder set, first read on the money. And then if anything goes wrong, it might be a disaster. But anyway, I'm not an NFL. I'm not a college scout. Go ahead. What was your question, Ice? So here's my question. How would you rank, uh, like, career-wise, just like how they they ended up being? How would you rank, like, Andrew Luck, Robert Griffin, Brian Tannehill? Who would you put one, two, three? (laughs) That's interesting. (laughs) I mean – so I feel like it's not a, one, right? <laughs> well, it's not, I feel like it's just not a fair question in my mind. Who would you put one, two, well, three? Well, like uh, career-wise, again, it's not fair because – It's a hard question. Are you, are you asking me who – like in a draft retake who I'm taking or – Yes. Yeah, yeah. Career-wise. If you were to have the first sure, pick, sure. Okay. If you were to have the first pick yeah. who would you take? Hands down, Andrew Luck, number one. Injuries are one of the weirdest. And then who's two? Uh, who's two? You have the second pick. Who do you take? Robert Griffin, Ryan it'd be, Tannehill. It'd be Ryan Tannehill, two, RG3, three, three. Okay. So in that draft, Andrew Luck obviously went one. Robert Griffin went two. Ryan Tannehill was drafted eighth. Let's see here. How about uh, – I mean, there's a, there's a really obvious one that I'm not going to do because it's too extreme. But, like, how about Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen – Josh Rosen. Okay, well, obviously Josh Allen's fourth. Uh, I think Josh agrees <laughs> yeah, there. Josh terrible. hates him. Uh, I mean, Big Josh, Josh Allen's Allen one. hater. Josh Allen one. Josh Allen be yeah, one, right? Uh, Baker, Baker two, two, and then doesn't matter. Um, well, Dar- Darnold. Okay, Darnold is higher than Rosen <laughs> at least. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I, look, so I even last year, right? Last year there were three quarterbacks taken. It was Burrow, Tua, Herbert. Right now, I would take Herbert one, Burrow two, two of three. And, and really, it's just Bur- Herbert and Burrow are right next to each other. And then two is up there somewhere, too. But my point is, they don't get it right. <laughs> the, the evaluation, you, Jesse, have not watched the film. No offense. Uh, I haven't. And a lot of people have. And those people are often wrong. So just because it's not the guy that you think that you would want because of whatever, like, we don't know absolutely yes. anything i mean the the what's the obvious one that i didn't do 2017 there was a guy drafted second overall from north carolina uh and there were two guys drafted 10th and 12th who were uh from texas tech and Clemson. mitchell trubisky i think uh, was and that you could draft. say that mm-hmm. yeah you could say that one of those was wrong and the other one was also wrong because he's a terrible person <laughs> and then one of them is patrick Mahomes. but one of them like, has been the a three-straight AFC championship. No one knows anything. <laughs> the evaluations are terrible. So I am actually like all for like, you know, if I think it's going to go one way, who cares? So, what? yeah, maybe <laughs> like, just, maybe what we do, you know? as long as you're not the Jets, 
um, is you trust the scouting department of your team and uh, or the Bears, Jesus. Um, but you trust that your team yeah. knows their system and like, hey, maybe they figured out the guy who's going to flourish in their system rather than just picking the most talented. Maybe that's a good strategy. Maybe Mac Jones is great in the 49ers system and is going to be just fantastic there. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't want that. I think the other thing, though, Ice, while – I I agree with what you were saying in principle. I think that you're eliminating a significant portion, which is the actual team, right? Having Andy Reid draft you instead of Adam Gase draft you is probably a big thing, right? So, like, I don't think it's necessarily yeah, that. Or Ryan Pace. Yeah, so, like, and I'm not trying to say that, well, you know, if Adam, if Sam Darnold had gone to the Chiefs, he would have made a $450 million contract. Like, no, not that, like, but I think it's important to note that, like, you know, the organization plays a big role in that as well. So and the 49ers at this point are a pretty good organization in our eyes. Yeah. Seem like a good, good organization. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? I'm feeling good about the Niners. Right. So it's probably going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Right. It's going to be, you know, at the very least, you can feel like, okay, it'll, it'll probably work out. We have Kyle Shanahan. Worst case scenario, we run the ball a ton and we're still good. But I, I just think like, I don't think it's worth being like, oh, they're going to ruin it because they picked the guy that I didn't think they should have picked because people have booed all the good picks in the, in the past. So I, yeah, you that's know, a good I point. guess that's people didn't really like Anthony Edwards when he was drafted. So, you know, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's, no, he's it, proven himself to be a superstar. <laughs> luckily, so I'm glad, but no, you're totally, you're totally right. I, I have watched zero minutes of Mac Jones film. I, or I guess like I, I've seen him play a couple of times. Except the games. Yeah. Yeah. But like yeah. it does, it, it feels like, and this is not why you should draft a player. I totally know that, but it does feel like, Let's say that Justin Fields is bad and Mac Jones is good. You're going to get a lot less flack if you drafted Justin Fields than if you pass over Justin Fields and he's good. You know what I mean? Like, and not again, that's not the reason you draft someone. Maybe. But, like, but yeah. I do think, like, if they pass over Justin Fields and he goes great, that is way worse than if you pass over Mac Jones and he goes great. Because, like, one of them was supposed, you know, I don't know. I do and that's think, not why I you should draft a player. I think that Justin Fields is it feels like we're, we're counter correcting from Deshaun Watson's uh, college, you know, cause it, cause Deshaun Watson went really late and everyone's like, Hey, this guy just like won, like everywhere he went, he won, he won games. You know, he's just a good quarterback who won. And now they're like Justin Fields. Yeah. Good quarterback who wins a bunch. So that to me, that seems like the straightest line you can draw. It's like, yep, they, they should be talent wise in a similar mm-hmm. place. So maybe we're kind of counter correcting from that. Well, the other thing that I was going to comment on quick, and we can maybe go to March Madness after, is like, it also feels a lot like the Packers with Jordan Love, and now the Niners with Jimmy Garoppolo. It feels like, I want to call it, I know it's only happened a little bit, but I want to call it the the Patrick Mahomes effect, where it's like, you know, I mean, I know it's already happened, like Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, but I think it's going to be accelerated with Patrick Mahomes of being like, hey, like we can always draft a first round QB while we're a competitive team, you know, like when the night, when the uh, chiefs drafted Patrick Mahomes, like it was Alex Smith. Wasn't having a terrible, no, it was Alex Smith. Yeah. It's Alex Smith. Yep. It yeah. Was it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. Yeah, like, right. like it wasn't one of those things where you had a bottom 10 quarterback. So you drafted a first round pick, right? The key was still average quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo is still probably an average quarterback. You know, and they're not going to move on from him. So it seems like there's this thing where it's like there's more of a tendency since then. And I, I have to wait until it happens again next year of being like, yeah, like we have a decent system with this quarterback. So let's draft hopefully a bet. Like let's 
mortgage for three first-round picks. Yeah. yeah, and just draft a better quarterback, and then in one like and let him get into our system, and like like we we're saying, right? Get him into the system, let him have a year, do all of this, and then boom. And I don't know if it's going to work out. I think the key to that, the key to that strategy is that you end up with a, with a very high upside quarterback, you know, who could be a superstar. Mm -hmm. And I think that based on what I've seen about Mac Jones, he is a very, he could be a very middle level quarterback. (laughs) And I was like, cool. (laughs) Like that would be an, that would be the reason to be an odd choice for me. It's like, let's swing, let's go big. You know, we got him to rest for a year to learn the system, to figure it out. We learn if we have a superstar or not. And he's about the same as Jimmy Garoppolo. Now what do we do? <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay, I guess we trade the other one and we are the same team. Shoot. All right. Who wants young Jimmy Garoppolo? Okay. <laughs> cool. Thanks for yeah. trading away those picks for him. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about right. March Madness a little bit, huh? Let's, it's, it's been a couple weeks, but we didn't pod last week. So I'm just going to take a quick victory lap. It um, hasn't, has it? It's been like well, we, I guess it's now Sunday and it was – What's that? Not it was the Monday before, yeah, Monday. it was like mm-hmm. two weeks Monday. Anyway, um, I I won the bracket thing, the tournament bracket thing that we did with the fantasy guys. So suck it, all of you who are listening and were part of that. Romanski, AK, was Ben part of that? I don't think he was. Ben, you can suck it anyway. Um, yep, and Ben was definitely a... sums it up. <laughs> he probably sucks it oh, more now because he was a part was, of it. So. <laughs> he did so yep. poorly. He did so poorly. Too, yeah. I forgot that you even existed. You weren't in the even bracket, on job. So that, wow. <laughs> didn't even pay attention. <laughs> uh, so, Yikes. I mean, and this comes back to what it all boiled down to in the first place is that I picked uh, the final correctly and I picked the winner correctly. And basically, you're going to win. <laughs> you're going to win everything that you're in if you do both of those things because they're <laughs> worth so many points. <laughs> So Baylor, I was, I was talking to uh, a, student, was, yeah. a student today about how that like, oh yeah, like I got I got three of the five twelve upsets right, and it's like okay, cool, it doesn't matter at all. Like, <laughs> like none of like we spend like yeah. all this time talking about like oh so what's this like I got this I think I got Ohio going into the Sweet Sixteen, and it's like cool. So who do you have winning at all? Because that's literally all you should and need to yeah. talk about. That's it. Like I don't care about Ohio in the Sweet Sixteen. It doesn't matter, you know, and so. Kudos so the you, last Josh. last couple well games, uh, we had uh, Gonzaga versus oh who not yeah UCLA, UCLA which was an incredible oh. game. Holy cow! Literally the best college fo- basketball game I've seen. Yeah, in honestly, so if it was a football game, it would have been great too. That's how good it was. <laughs> I mean, it could have been a UCLA, football game. UCLA, UCLA, I feel like they couldn't miss. Like they kept dribbling into the long twos and just like draining them every possession, every time. And then, I mean, ends on a buzzer beater and like multiple last second shots. Just incredible game. Yeah, it was one of those games, like I I said it in the chat, where you're just like, all right, so this is where Gonzaga, nope. Okay, so now this is where Gonzaga pulls it. Nope, nope, nope. And you're like just sitting there waiting, right? And just credit to UCLA. It just, they never... You know, it does seem like it's kind of worrisome to go into it knowing like, hey, you are significantly worse. Go out there. 40 minutes. Do your best. Mm-hmm. And they didn't they didn't play like it. Didn't look like it. Like never like. Yeah, that's just incredible. And a very like a very fun finish. This might be a bad take. I, I don't know. I don't love half court heaves winning at all. I don't. Oh, I, uh, yeah, that is a bad take. That is a bad take. <laughs> <Yep>. Because. <laughs> Yeah. And I get, I get the argument can be it's all random, right? But that that yes. is pure randomness, right? It's not this yeah. really amazing inbounds play. It's not like like one yeah. of the great like the pass, right? That they always talk about that set up like a pretty decent look at a three. Like mm-hmm. those shots are cool. Even like the what is Chris Jenkins Villanova shot where it's kind of the fade 
the faded three. And and I get then the immediate response is that you're not giving Suggs enough credit for that shot. I can't, yeah, it was a banked in three. So like it's tough. It's tough for me to uh, win yeah, a game. Yeah, those runner a runner a from half court bank. that yeah a runner from half court that banks in doesn't yeah, feel like you practice that yeah. very often. <laughs> Yeah, that that's something that you're always doing. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, the, the I think it was Jenkins 3 was, like, a faded, you know, maybe 33-footer. And so, like, I yeah, I just was like, I was like, oh, this is so amazing. We're going to get another overtime. We're going to – oh, it's over. Like, that's an amazing shot. But also, like, that's pretty lucky. I bet you if he did it 10 more times, it's going in once, you know? You know? So, yeah. like – the part of the game that was the most riveting to me was just that. I mean, if you're watching that emotional spike of people, you know, like no matter which side you're rooting for, when UCLA gets that put back to, to tie the game with three seconds left, oh. you have the UCLA fans oh. going crazy. You have the Gonzaga fans being like, oh, crap, now I have to face him. Now I have to go back in overtime. And then within mm-hmm. two seconds, boom, spikes the opposite way. That's the insane yeah. part to me is that because I'm watching it. I'm rooting for uh, I'm rooting against Gonzaga because then I've basically locked up the the tournament uh, bracket as it is because I didn't have Gonzaga winning at all. Um, so I was rooting against Gonzaga. So I'm like UCLA, what an incredible play! And then it just drops like out of nowhere. It's like that that level of high to low is just insane. Um, it doesn't happen in any other way in sports, I don't think. Yeah, I was gonna say also like this is my immediately immediate thought after it happened when UCLA had the final shot. And they didn't, and and you know, like they had the ball, eight seconds left, it was tied uh, in regulation, and they missed. I was like, that, that just felt again, like that was what I was doing the whole game, but I was like, that was their opportunity. Mm-hmm. That was the best is to literally just control the game and make a shot, and it just wasn't yeah. it a charge. Is that what it ended up being? Yeah, it ended up being a, a called charge on their last possession, yeah. which yeah, <laughs> and it's like which oh, I get it. Like, it was, like it was, was a charge, like it was, but. Shoot, yep. man. No, no, it was good. No, it was, but you're like, you, you played an insanely incredible 39 minutes and 52 seconds. And, and then, then you slid in front of a person seconds. and fell over. Uh, <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, okay. Let's go to the title game. Yeah, and all speaking of like, man, what what is just not a fun title game, huh? What a we don't need to spend too much I mean, time I, on it. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I had a lot that. of fun in the title That's game. I thought boring. the title game was great. It was not at all. It was just it a was beat so down. boring. It, it, it just, yeah, it, it was never a real game, right? Like, and then and then Gonzaga, like the closest it got to was at half, which is cool, and like the halftime was the most excitement as far as like this is and gonna be was. a good yeah. game, but it never actually well, got to that's... be a good game. But it was cool to see Baylor be just absolutely mm-hmm. insane, like lights out, incredible. And that's that's what yeah. I said, like. At halftime, we I was watching with like Isaac and Maggie and some, and I was like, the issue with a 15 point deficit is that like you have to go on an insane run to get it within five. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, and then it's still you're not even within a shot. And like they kept showing that statistic. Remember in the second half, they're like, Baylor's been without a field goal for four minutes thirty seconds, and they were up by 14. And I was <laughs> exactly. like, this doesn't matter. Like field goal drought alert, and I'm like, they're up double digits. It, <laughs> it was one of my matter. favorite. One of my favorite oh. things in the tournament was when a game was happening like that. And so this this is favorite, and then it made me laugh. And that the, the team that was down by a bunch would go on a run, and then the announcer would be like, and that brings him within 13 points. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not great still. <laughs> not really yeah. denting it at all. Uh, but, yeah, I think – so Baylor-Gonzaga was what – what people who knew about college basketball wanted, who people who knew about college basketball thought mm-hmm. were the two best teams yep, in the country. Yep. Uh, and Gonzaga very much looked it the first couple rounds. 
Baylor looked okay, and then Baylor very much looked at it in the championship game, and Gonzaga didn't. They didn't line up at their best, which is the sad part. That I think if both of them were playing at their best, that would have been an incredible game. Um, but Baylor played at its best, and Gonzaga did not look very good, and uh, that's too bad. Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't much else to say. I mean, we didn't even talk about the Baylor. It was the same game. game Baylor just, just Baylor just dominated the either. Final Four and the championship game, which is kind of insane to think about. They they just, I mean, they weren't within like single digits either of those games. Insanity. One thing I'm surprised I haven't heard people talk about more, like like obviously Baylor hasn't been good in a long time, um, and Gonzaga hasn't gotten there yet. Um, and won the championship. I, I'm surprised people haven't talked more about the lost season last year and the fact that like. It kind of it, it definitely sucks for Gonzaga because they still had Kispert, they still had uh, Timmy and Ayayi and, yeah. and mm-hmm. some of those other guys. Like it, it sucks for them, and it would have sucked for Baylor too because Baylor, mm-hmm. you know, they got they got players. Their <laughs> their team is Jimmy so Butler, incredibly Donovan talented. Mitchell, and the fact that they had to lose this season. NBA All Stars, and they had Mo, Mo Bamba's brother, Mo Bamba <laughs> with a mustache on, Flo Thamba. It was just. Like it is, it is a bit of a bummer, right? Like I, I haven't seen that take much, and it's probably because Baylor won. But yeah, it you know last year would have been maybe even these same two teams. No, I mean a, in the in the simulation, bummer, Wisconsin that won, and that's all that we yeah, remember true. about last year. And that ESPN simulation they shows the Badgers <laughs> yeah, they won, did. That's and I've got my yeah. T-shirt, so you all can. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you guys, you guys putting a banner up for it, or what? What are you guys gonna do? <laughs> yeah. We're gonna put the banner up for getting uh, Roy Williams fired. That's our banner. Or not getting him fired, we're retiring him. Yeah. Right next to the 2015, we we had a good half in the exactly. 2015 we championship game. Exactly. We should have beaten Duke. If the, if the game ended at halftime, we would have won. <laughs> the refs, the refs lost us the it's game. A, it's a wordy banner, banner, but it still gets the point across, and that's the point. <laughs> but it's my favorite banner. Uh, yeah. This yeah. is good. This, that, thanks for this mm-hmm. has been a good potpourri episode. We've hit. NBA, mm-hmm. Rookie of the Year, MVP, N- NFL, college basketball. Look at us. We've got some stuff, mm. boys. Wait, did we hit Rookie of the Year? Did I miss a segment? Uh, I, well, I, I guess I just thought that. <laughs> no, we didn't. Who cares about Rookie of the Year? <laughs> what podcast were you a part of? <laughs> I talked extensively about Rookie of the Year quickly. I mean, IQ. Emmanuel quickly yep. having quite a year for the Knicks. That's all I got to say about mm. that. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that's it. Although, just very quickly, that's another one too. That's like we were talking quickly. <laughs> we we're talking MVP being ruined by injury. Like the rookie of the year probably also will be very greatly affected by injury. You know? Yeah. Well, Anybody no, know any? Wins it, but ugh. yeah. Yeah. What about injuries? To... I don't think. So oh, you think Ants got it now? Yeah. Yeah. Has he think, passed yeah. Halliburton? Yeah, 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 I guess he's scoring more points, but he's not a better yeah. player. I don't know if I think he should yeah, win I it, but I do think he will win it. Because I agree with that. I don't he think he should win it, but yeah, I definitely think he will win it. Um, but uh, any anybody know any big injuries to the top six man of the year candidates? Any big injuries to the, <laughs> the MIP? We got any MIP injuries we got to talk about? Oh, uh, yeah. Lou Williams got traded. Lou Williams got yep. traded. Yes, so that that's the same thing as injury. Injured. <laughs> mm-hmm. Christian Wood, Kai's guy, Christian Wood got injured in the, and he would have been yeah. an MIP Sad guy. Stuff. So there you go. All right. Well, yeah. this has been good. Uh, we'll try to do this maybe uh, next week. We'll try not to go another couple weeks without it because there's sports to talk about and it's fun. Because mm-hmm. we know you I mean, guys. I mean, I've been go getting so many emails. Either. I don't know about you guys. They got very strongly worded. Uh, these emails I'm I was receiving. People from all keep of our sending listeners. me pictures from yeah, the studio, point, yeah. and I can't say it enough. The studio is not open to the public. <laughs> The, the, the tours that you're going on are not guided. They're very clearly <laughs> supposed to stop. <laughs> <laughs> 
And when it is open, don't, 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 don't come to the studio. No. That's odd. No. That's then, like, you're do. not one of the three that listen. We know that. Anyway. We know that. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. All right. Thanks for listening. And uh, we will not <laughs> see you next time.